Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And this is FM News 101 KXL. It's Portland's Morning News. Good morning. I'm Veronica Carter. And I'm Grant Hill in for Brett Recamp. It's 43 degrees at 803. A man was shot and killed in southeast Portland over the weekend. We have that story from KXL's Rosemary Reynolds. Portland police were called to the area of Southeast 8th and Washington Street around 7.15 Sunday morning. There they found an adult male dead on the sidewalk. He had been shot. We don't know who he is yet. Police continue to investigate. They say the suspect left the scene, and if anyone witnessed the shooting, they need to hear from you. This shooting would make the 22nd homicide of the year in the Rose City. Last week, Police Chief Chuck LaBelle was worried that the city would reach 1,100 shootings by the end of the year. The Multnomah County District Attorney's Office says shooting referral cases are up 450%. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. A horrific tragedy in East Portland, as KXL's Annette Newell reports. Police are still trying to piece together why a man in a wheelchair was run over and killed. What they do know is they found 59-year-old Raymond McWilliams dead near the intersection of Northeast Vancouver Way and Gertz Road just before 9 Friday night. He'd been using a motorized wheelchair. Police do not know whether the driver of the tractor trailer that hit him is aware of the death or the accident. They believe McWilliams was riding the wheelchair on a sidewalk when a wheel slipped off the curb so he fell into the road just as the semi was passing, going under the wheels. The driver did not remain at the scene. Portland police are trying to find anyone who was driving along the stretcher road around 8.50 p.m. Friday and has information about exactly what led to McWilliams' death. Annette Newell, FM News 101. Crews responded to a fire at a Beaverton apartment complex that destroyed two units. People driving along Allen Boulevard spotted flames and dark gray smoke coming from the fourplex building off Menlo Drive at about 8.30 last night. Tualatin Valley Fire and Rescue says it started in one apartment that spread to another. No one was inside. Investigators working on figuring out how the fire started. The Salem City Council will appoint a new councillor today. The appointment will serve West Salem for the rest of the year. Longtime councillor Jim Lewis resigned in February. The four finalists will be interviewed tonight before uh, a successor is chosen. A truck full of medical supplies and equipment is leaving the Pacific Northwest heading for Ukraine. Volunteers at Southtown Rotary Club in Eugene have been collecting surplus supplies from hospitals for over 10 years to send to developing countries. A nurse in Portland contacted uh, Aubin about uh, the possibility of sending medical supplies to uh, Poland, then transfer to Ukraine. We said, sure, we've got them. John Fanner with the Rotary Club says this load is being trucked from Portland to Chicago, then will be put on a plane to Poland. Do you feel safe riding Max trains? KXL Tim, uh, KXL's Tim Lance takes a look at what's being done to improve security, cleanliness, and efficiency. As a new rider, I'm curious to know why I've seen issues like trash on trains and experienced schedule delays due to things like violent crimes at stations and even fires being started on trains. TriMet's Tyler Graff. We have uh, transit security officers posted at 
a number of different stations. Usually they're stationed at the transit centers themselves. Sometimes they do, right? And we're adding to that as well. But do they need more? Well, over the past six months, TriMet has added what they call the Safety Response Team, a group of unarmed people carrying treatment referral cards for riders who suffer from mental health or addiction issues. They're also tasked with discouraging bad behavior. The large goal is to make the TriMet systems a safer, cleaner, and more inclusive place for everybody. Graf says the team is just part of a larger response to improving safety, ensuring trains are clean, and that they run on time. But he wasn't specific about how long that effort's going to take. Tim Lance, FM News 101. Well, it's spring break in Oregon, and of course that means a mixed bag of weather. Joining us live is KGW meteorologist Rod Hill. Good morning, Rod. Hey, good morning. Everybody's saying it's raining because of spring break. Do you think that's the only reason? Um, I'm just thinking Mother Nature said, hey, I want it to rain, so it's raining. Veronica, that's brilliant. <laughs> and you know, you don't fool Mother Nature. Isn't that the old commercial? Don't uh, mess with Mother Nature. I, I think this week, you know, Oregon spring break is going to be kind of, in fact, typical. We have a few really nice days coming, and then we have a few wet ones. Today, it's steady rain that really shows no signs of letting up until we get into the evening hours. 40s right now, about 52 for high. And then tomorrow, the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Early clouds clear out for a sunny Tuesday. And we really ought to hit 70 tomorrow. If we do that, it will become the first time this year. And we call that spring break weather. I'm Rod Hill for FM News 101. It's called a CD player. But the sound quality is outstanding. You want to play a record? No, Jules, it doesn't play records. It plays CDs. (laughs) It's a CD player. All right. So uh, Grand Mack Hill, Jeff Austin, you guys still do CDs? Cassettes, yeah. vinyl, yeah, on occasion, yeah, yeah. for sure, I, yeah. Well, CDs are making a comeback. Boy, am I glad I kept some of mine. Yeah. I didn't keep keep all of them, but I kept some of them. I uh, kept C- the CDs, but got rid of the cases. You know? Oh, you did. So you yeah. have like them in a little mm-hmm. like uh, one of those binders, yeah. Binder. CD sales in the U.S. increased in 2021 for the first time in 17 years. Hmm. Wow. Yes, because remember, vinyl came back. Yes, I bought a bunch of records, yeah. Uh, cassettes tried to come back. <laughs> I don't know if it was successful or not. Uh, but music streaming services like Spotify, Apple, Tidal still say the primary way for people to enjoy their music have been on the rise for the last several years. So in other words, we're still buying the vinyls at a rate of about $1.65 billion wow. last year. I don't know. It seems like everybody I know just gets it on their phones now. Yeah, you know, I, I like to buy records of my favorite CDs. Mm-hmm. It's weird going, you know, new to old, but, you know, I just bought an Incubus record from 2000, you know. It's kind of cool that some of these bands still produce yeah, really cool. multiple ways for you to listen in case you're so... collectors, yeah. Because yeah. you know. it's hard to imagine, but not everybody has a phone that can play music. Yeah. And it's interesting because the generations are getting into, like, 80s rock now. Yes. These days. Well, my son, who's in a band, just told me that funky music, you know, like Prince uh-huh. type hmm. of music, is starting to come back a little bit. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's going. It's coming full cir- circle. You know, so nothing is ever new. No, no originals, except for you, Jeff Austin. <laughs> <laughs> With traffic on the sevens, here's Jeff. That's just because of my hot dog pizza, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I never met another person, so you are the original on that.